All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the River podcast. It's been a while. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into this, doing it a little bit more. I'm trying to line up these podcasts ahead of time uh, and schedule some so there's more for you to come out. Uh, but for this week, I'm excited to have Jason Myers on the podcast from uh, Myers Flies. Uh, you just want to say, hey, Jason, uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Hey, Tyler, this is uh, Jason Myers uh, with the MyersFlies.com, and uh, we're here in Redline, Pennsylvania. And uh, just doing some fly tying and fly fishing and some, you know, everything that goes along uh, with it. Yeah, all good stuff, all good stuff. Um, so just in general, I, you know, I, I'm always interested in how people got into fishing. How did you get into regular fishing and then how did you get into fly fishing? Did you start with fly fishing? Did you start with regular fishing? How did that go for you? Yeah, so, well, like most people in, you know, Pennsylvania, I mean, we live in Penn's Woods, so... Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are outdoors. Uh, we grew up in the country here in South Central PA. And so, you know, from my earliest time, you know, my dad taking me and my brother out fishing and hunting and, you know, just kind of growing up, you know, outside and, uh, you know, just living outdoors that way growing up. And then uh, as far as, you know, just spin fishing mostly, um, you know, we'd throw the, throw the rods in the back of the truck and after school or, you know, early before school, April came around, trout season, we'd be out fish a little bit and that'd be it. Um, you know, but then my father-in-law, Johnny Spurlock, uh, he got me into the fly fishing, um, <clears throat> which just opened up a whole other dimension, uh, you know, just because they're, they're very different, uh, not just in technique, but I think in what you're what your approach is uh, to the stream and just, uh, you know, the whole dynamic is just, it's just different. And for me, it was a totally different experience altogether, uh, fly fishing, you know, the intricacies of it, you know, uh, intricacy of it and, uh, you know, things of that nature. So, uh, so I started fly fishing, I was probably about 18, uh, about 18 years old and uh, fished for a while, got out of it. Um, you know, after I got married, I was married at 19, uh, and so I was a daddy at 20. So responsibility comes, and you got to kind of cut some stuff out, and and uh, so kind of fishing took a back seat. And um, at that time, I was also, um, you know, a young pastor at my church. I've been pastoring my church now for uh, been there 19 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, been there a long time. And um, but just in those early days, it was just a lot of I was working a full time job, and and um, so uh, you know, as time passed, and you know, I was just looking for a stress reliever, you know, just something that could. Um, just get me out. I, I would hunt, but you know that's seasonal, and I wanted something year-round that I could do. And uh, so, anyhow, I just got online and was looking around um, at fly fishing uh, shops near me, and uh, Holsinger's Fly Shop popped up. I don't know if you ever heard of those guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah so, um, so anyhow, Holsinger's popped up, and uh, and I gave him a call, and I ended up talking to Ron, uh, who's the dad. He's you know. Um, it's there at his, at his uh, shop. Um, but anyhow, I ended up talking to him for like almost an hour mm-hmm. on the phone, and we had 
so much in common. And, and he said, look, he said, I know what a pastor goes through and just some of that stress that's along with it. He said, I want you to come up and, and I want to I want to get you started and take you out fishing and just, you know, get you get you going. And then I met his son, Sean. Uh, and of course, yeah, then Pat Smith, who's a good friend of theirs up there that works in the shop. And I, ever since then, I've been going, you know, salmon fishing with them in the fall. Uh, they've just become very dear friends. And so they they kind of helped me get back, you know, into the fly fishing and, um, you know, just kind of rekindle that, the, the fly tying, et cetera. You know, so that's kind of, you know, fast forward a couple years, here we are. Uh, you know, so uh, that's kind of how we got started. Yeah, I mean, that's great. You know, it's 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 amazing the people the people in this community, like you said, with uh, Sean and uh, uh, the whole singers and how they uh, kind of brought you back into the sport. My uh, my next door neighbor is actually how I got into fly fishing. My my dad did a little bit and he fished when he was younger, but just like you, um, you know, life kind of gets in the way, especially you know when you have kids there at. At 20, I'm 21 myself. I can't imagine having kids at the moment. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so we found my dad's fly rod in the basement, and then my next door neighbor across the street, he was in TU at the time, and he just took us out in the front yard, showed us how to cast, and he just gave us all this stuff. Like it, it's incredible, and it's great to hear that the whole singers and gave you that same experience, and then you kind of took it off from there. Um, right. So do you fly fish only now? You still spin fish? Um, you just, yeah, yeah I, I do some spin fishing. I mean, we'll go, you know, I've got kids. Um, I've got three kids. Uh, one's 18, uh, the other's 12, and the other's 8. So, it, you know, it, it's, um, and, and all of them have been fly fishing. Uh, but, uh, but we like to go out, you know, on the on the river. Uh, we go and rent, uh, rent a pontoon boat, go out there, catch some bass, some you know, catfish, and so I, I enjoy that, you know, I still enjoy that, but there's just something about fly fishing, you know, uh, just the whole setup of what you're trying to do, um, that just, you know, getting out into the into the backwoods and getting into some of those uh, those real remote places, and, and so I personally, I just really, uh, probably 95% of the time, I'm, I've got a fly rod, you know, in my hands, and, uh, you know, that's just uh, that's just what we enjoy. You know, not that anybody else. I mean, you know, whatever to each their own. You know, but I think it's the experience. It's not it's not so much what you catch when you're fishing. It's what catches you. You know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, when I get out there in the woods, you know, man, I mean, the, the, the sun's coming up and you know the birds are singing and little deer crossing the creek and fish rising and man, the little squirrels chirping on the you know squealing on the branches and you know just all of that being out there in god's creation for me when everything just comes alive and just being out there away from everything that that is what i what i seek you know that's that's the the best thing of it for me so you know we we just started doing that um and then we you know we started tying flies you know some years back and um you know we'd be out on the water and we, we got some scud patterns that are um uh, rainbow scud, as we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that original scud, we started tying some of those up, uh, just messing around one day, and uh, we were up on the yellow breaches and uh, fishing, and I mean, we we had several different patterns of that little scud, and uh, man, we were just killing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some guys around that were watching us, and 
you know, they'd come over, hey, what, what are you guys using? You're doing pretty good. You know, and we showed them, and, and I'd, I'd give it to them. I'd say, here, take this, you know, because I wanted them to catch fish, you know, mm-hmm. just like just like the whole singers did with me, just like my father-in-law did with me. You know, I, I want to help people. I want people to experience what I experienced. I want them to learn. I want them to have a great time. So we just start giving them away. Well, then we had guys, you know, hey, do you sell them? No, we don't sell them, but here, here, take two. You know, and so we we started giving away all of our flies. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, so anyhow, we just started, um, you know, just started uh, tying them up. And then we, you know, had a little website going. And at first it was just the scuds, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, little by little, you know, here we are. We got rods, reels. I mean, we can pretty much you know, get set up uh, to get somebody who's never been in fly fishing and get them set up with all the gear they need that, that won't break the bank and get them out there and get them fishing, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Um, it's funny how that all happened just from one little scud pattern. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but, but yeah, and that's one, I think that's one of the biggest drawbacks to the sport. I think everyone thinks it's super expensive to get into. Um and I kind I kind of understand why they feel that way because there is so much top of the line like gear that you quote unquote have to have sure. that you really don't. Um, but it's great that you have uh, your website and, and you're currently building a fly shop, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, um, and you want to talk a little bit how you you know moved into that, how you developed that, and like when when do you plan on opening that up? Sure. Well, I mean, we'd like to open it, you know, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, time and money, man, you know, it's yeah. just uh, anybody that's ever done that, you know, knows it just takes time and permits and, and all of that. So uh, we've got a piece of property. Uh, it's a piece of property that was in our family. And, um, you know, it's just uh, it, it kind of came available. And we kind of we looked at it as being just a little spot where maybe we have like a little clubhouse, you know what I mean? Like little hangout, little workshop, you know, have some tie-in nights. Again, you know, I, I do some stuff with the, um, uh, with, with some kids groups, you know, around mm-hmm. and getting kids involved, teaching them about flies and, you know, entomology and just bugs in the water and, you know, the cycle of the mayfly and, you know, just all that kind of stuff, getting kids involved. So I, I really like, um, you know, seeing people learn and, and kind of getting it. And uh, like you said, we were just talking a little, little bit there. I think for some people, they think if I don't have a thousand dollars, you know, for a rod, and you know, another thousand dollars for waders and boots, and you know, if I don't if I don't have all this stuff, I can't get into this sport. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes fly fishing gets a bad rep because and I'm going to use this term elitist. You know, they, they got this. There's people that they snob down on, you know, other folks uh, because they don't have, you know, name brand gear, this, that, and the other. And um, and so it pushes people away where, you know, the quality of material that, that is now, I mean, you can get a rod that's two, three, four hundred dollars and, you know, something you pay for a deer rifle, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lower end deer rifle, you could get into that and, and I'll tell you, I've, I've fished a lot of rods and I've got guys that fish a lot of rods and they'll fish some of these two, three, four hundred dollar rods and man, it's it's putting up just like they're eight, nine hundred dollar rods. Yeah. I mean, 
even better, you know. And so um, we just wanted, we, we thought, you know what, let's kind of just take this as far as it's going to go. Let's, let's try to open the shop. Everything was online. And so we'd have guys, local customers in our area that we would have local pickup and we'd meet them. And, and I like talking to people, you know, I like talking to people. I like to, you know, see what's working and what's what they're hitting on. And, you know, just kind of sitting around, you know, the fly shop and, and talking and stuff. And so um, so we just thought, well, let's just take this building and, uh, you know, let's let's start doing something with it. So it's two stories. Um, you know, the, the upper story will kind of, we're going to do that a little bit later, but, um, so it'd be like 1400 square feet. I mean, it's a nice size, it's a nice size, you know, spot. And, uh, it sits right off of, uh, Lake Redmond. It's a very popular place, uh, down here in, in uh, York County, uh, to fish. And then Cadoris Creek, um, Isaac Walton, there's a lot of, you know, nice fisheries around right here and we're sitting right there and there is literally nothing within an hour around us. Um, you know, so, um, so I think we'll be, you know, we'll be in a good spot to be able to provide a service to people. And of course, now we're not going to carry every single thing, you know, I mean, we're just starting out. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll have everything that's on our website. Plus we're adding some things. Uh, we've got some uh, local people who are in Pennsylvania that does uh, some local shops, that we've been partnering with. Um, there's some, there's a, there's a shop out in, uh, Ohio, Semper Fly Rods. Um, you know, we've got, uh, we've got some work with them. We're going to sell their rods, um, fishware designs. Um, Michael, he's a tremendous artist and designer. He's got some really cool products. He's here in PA, mm -hmm. um, you know, farm girl, uh, on Instagram, um, you know, Tanya, she's got some really nice products. She's out by Pittsburgh. Um, we're going to be selling some of her artwork and some of her other products. There's um, uh, there's some other rod companies uh, right here in, um, you know, right here in York County, Susquehanna uh, Rod Company is right here. So we're going to we're going to try to partner up with some Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. you know, some other small businesses, and kind of on consignment sell their products and help them out. And uh, it'll it'll help you know diversify our stock and inventory, um, you know. So that's kind of how that came about. You know, we wanted the clubhouse, and so we thought, you know what, let's just go a little bit farther. Let's let's put our shop there. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to be we're hoping to be open by fall, but you know, I mean, it's coming together good. It's just it's just taking a while, and uh, you know, we're we're trying to be debt free. You know, we're trying to do this the right way instead of you know, taking out a bunch of loans. So as we sell products and get money in, we're, we're fixing up the shop. Yep. And so hopefully when we open, we'll be debt free. You know, that's, that's the idea. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, which I think is a wise decision. And so, um, it may be spring, but we've got a lot of really, a lot of good support from our local TUs. We've got the Muddy Creek, um, Trout Unlimited right here. We've got the Cadoras Trout Unlimited. We got, um, the, uh, the fishing club out at your college, um, they're, um, you know, we're, we're talking to them about just doing some clinics and some casting t type stuff, some tie-in nights. So I think it'd be a really neat thing to bring some people together, you know, right here in, in the Dallas Town Red Line, York area. Yeah, I tell you what, listening to you talk, you got me excited. It sounds like <laughs> you basically got like a little clubhouse just for all these fly fish people to come hang out, check out products <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And the lo yeah. the local products that's that's awesome. It's cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. 
I mean, from what it sounded, your farthest is from Ohio. I mean, that's still fairly local. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty sweet that you're able to do that. And definitely a good business plan that hopefully you'll be starting debt-free, and I hope that works out for you. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's great. I mean, you got me pumped. I'd love to see what kind of seminars and stuff you have going on there. I, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to get you people to talk at, at your shop, too. Um, yeah. When, yeah. You, when you get underway and whatnot. Yeah, I've already been talking to a couple, a couple guys. I know. Just, in fact, uh, just last week I was, I was chatting with uh, Dan Collins from Hardway Outdoors, which I know he did a, yep. a yep. podcast with you not too long ago, and um, you know, so he's excited about it. I told him to, to come down. We fish a lot of the same water, mm-hmm. and uh, up in northern PA, and and so, uh, yeah. I mean, we've got some people, you know, that are lined up and. And we, we've got a lot of people, you know, just like yourself, uh, that just, you know, hey, I, hey, I'd like to help. I, I can maybe, you know, give you some suggestions for people. We, we've been having a lot of that where guys, hey, you know, I tie this pattern to this pattern. You know, maybe we could sell them on consignment in the shop. And so, you know, our plan is to really, you know, I mean, it's obviously it's going to be Myers Flies and mm-hmm. it's our little, you know, shop area. But, but man, this is this is bigger than us. You know, this is bigger than us. I mean, you know, number one in everything that we do, you know, I, I mentioned before that I was a pastor, but for us it's important to honor and glorify God mm-hmm. in everything that we do. We understand that, that all blessings come from Him. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're thankful for what we've been given and we want to be able to give back. And so we want to, you know, we want to bring glory to Him. We want, um, you know, we understand that it, we're not just in it for us. This isn't just, hey, we're going to get rich off of this. Fact is, most times we just break even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're not we're not making a ton of money. Um, but our desire really is to bring other people into it, and so that it's a place that other people can say, "Man, that's my fly shop." You know, that's 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 the place I like to go hang out. And we want them to be able to sell their patterns and come up with a little pattern and bring it down and share that with the group in like a tie-in night or something like that, so that people can you know bring in suggestions and, and help us, you know, put this thing together, and which has really been neat just seeing a lot of people reach out from the community. We got guys already that, you know, hey, we want to come over and work. We want to help you. You know, I've got some people I need to call um, for a work day here. You know, just they're just wanting to come over and help. So, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. You know, it just gives some ownership and gets them involved. So we're excited about it. Oh, yeah, you're, you're getting me excited. And it's, uh, it's funny you mentioned Dan because when you're talking about, you know, people don't know that you can get into the sport for fairly cheap. The first person that came to my mind is Dan. Dan's one of my best friends in the entire world. I absolutely love the guy. Um, but he is completely exemplifies you don't need to have all the fancy gear to be a great, great fisherman. My, he's out there. Sometimes he's wearing sneakers. He's wearing Walmart's, Walmart swim trunks. And he has one of those $200 rods that you're talking about. Definitely not the, the high-end elite rod. And yeah. I, t- I tell you what, that man f- can fish. He does. He catches a pile of fish. He, yeah. He can fish. I've been yeah. I've been close to, to staying up with him a couple times, including this uh, comp a couple weeks ago. But man, he's good. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's what we want people. We want, we want people to understand that. You know, we want we want to get people involved. 
you know, I mean, we've got rods, you know, that we sell. Uh, one of the, um, you know, one of the, the first companies that we kind of uh, linked up with was Risen Fly. And um, Ryan Goldsberry at Risen Fly has been a good friend to us. Um, you know, he's got a great company, good work ethic, um, you know, very honest in everything that he does. And he's putting out a killer product in Risen Flies. And these, these rods we sell, um, like the Genesis, I'm looking at it right now, this Genesis fly rod, you can get, you know, a setup, the rod's 99 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, it comes with a lifetime warranty, <laughs> you know, yeah. for 99 bucks. You can put a, a, a reel, an armor reel on it, which is, you know, about 90 bucks, you know. And so for under $200, you've got a rod and reel with a lifetime warranty, you know. And it's it's not one of these cheap ones that these bigger, you know, and I'm not going to name names, but, yeah. you know, these these bigger, you know, catalog companies and these bigger store companies, they're selling these rods, but they're cheap. And it feels like you got a hundred dollar rod in your hand. I mean, this thing, this thing fishes tremendous. I mean, I, I put it up against, you know, any of the name brand rods in its price point, And I'm telling you, it's going to come out on top. And so we want people to know you can get quality equipment at a good price. And, you know, We'll teach you. We want to be able to teach you how to get out there on the stream and, and catch some fish. You know, because here's the thing. As we know, you know, it's not all about how many fish you catch. It's just the experience of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, let's face it. You want to catch fish. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, so if you're catching a couple fish, you're, 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 you know what you're doing. It gives you a good day on the water. And that's what we want people to do. Because if people do that, if they really enjoy their time on the water, they're catching fish, they're learning, they feel like they've got this sport that, you know, man, just gives them a, a release, uh, some tension release and stuff. If they have that, then they're going to, here's what they're going to do they're going to want to take care of the environment. They're going to want to protect the streams. They're going to want to take care of the fisheries that we have so that they can keep fishing them as well. See what I'm saying? So so we want to help people get into this knowing that, you know, fishermen and hunters, and they're, they're, they're the best conservationists we have. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think definitely fishermen, hunters, to take a brunt, especially, I've noticed, competitive fly fishers take a huge... Um, load even within the, the fly fishing community where apparently we don't take care of the fish blah 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 but you know we all you know we care about the resource I mean th- this is this is what we love to do like you said this is our stress relief and if we don't take care of those fish they're gone and we don't get to do it anymore so of course we're gonna take care of them not throw right. not throw our trash on the banks we're gonna you know take care of the fish release it nice and safely and whatnot yeah so um, so you mentioned you have three kids um, I kind of want to know how how they're involved. You mentioned you guys go fishing, you know, as I expected. Um, so how are they involved in you with the sport and then with the business and all that? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I love taking my kids fishing. I love, you know, I love to see the look in their face, you know, when they hook up and, you know, yeah. they bring that fish in. And that, to me, is the best. I mean, it's priceless. Um, so, so we go out. We have a camp up north. Um, so we go up to the camp, of course, right here where we're at, there's tons of water to fish, even now, um, right now in summer when it's hot out, we got some tailwaters and some nice stuff that stay 60 couple degrees all year round. So, um, you know, we, we get to go out quite a bit. Um, so, you know, we fish a lot, 
tie up flies and they're learning to you know do some of that so they have their little fly boxes that they're filling and and uh, just learning the, the talk the jargon learning the you know the products and things so that you know here's what happens with a lot of people and i don't care if it's fly fishing or hunting or cars or whatever your business is mm-hmm. what happens in most people is they have they have their life they have their hobby they, they do it and their kids their family they don't they don't know nothing about it so when they're on the phone or when they're talking it's almost like they're living another life inside of their family and and so what i want to do is i want to bring my family into it i want to explain to them what i'm doing i want them to know what it is that i care about and and some things that i enjoy and and some of them you know sometimes they'll they'll like it uh and and sometimes they'll kind of like all right well dad i'll go with you because you want to go or or something but but we can do stuff as a family and i think that's so important so many families today are leading separate lives and everybody's doing their own thing and so I want them to, when I'm sitting down here tying, I've got a couple of vices, you know, and they'll come down and just sit and tie, you know, and, and you know, we'll, we'll play around with some things. And, and, of course, some of the smaller things that they can do with the fly shop, um, like right now I'm tying these uh, these salmon flies. It's uh, uh, it's called Estes. It's like an Estes egg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of, I do, I do one, I call it an Estes Plus, where what I do is I take a little trout bead, and tie like a polymer knot on it. And so it kind of like, it like sticks out of the back of this Estes egg. So it looks like a little egg trailing on that. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I've showed my oldest son, who's 18, Caleb, I've showed him how to tie those polymer knots with the little eight pound, you know, mono line on it, just to tie those polymer knots, a little tag, so that I can then just pick them up and tie them onto the eggs and, you know, do that. So we'll sit down here and he'll tie those on, you know, and then I'll tie the egg, you know, I'll tie the pattern, you know, and so we can sit down here, we talk, we drink coffee, you know, listen to some gospel bluegrass music, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, and so they've been down at the shop, they've been cleaning out the building, they've been painting, they've been, you know, and just having fun. And, you know, a lot of times when we're out fishing with them, when they're done fishing, I'm done fishing, you know, mm-hmm. when they ain't having fun, when they're done, I'm like, all right, well, let's go, or let's go take a walk or do something. So uh, I try to keep my family, you know, pretty involved uh, in it. And so um, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. I know my I've been very fortunate to have a family, you know, a grandfather, aunt, aunt uncles, and stuff like that, uh, and my mom and dad, obviously, who you know, willing to spend some. Even my mom goes fishing with me sometime. It's not necessarily her favorite hobby in the world, but she's uh, willing to go out. The thing that sucks is that she always catches the biggest fish, even though she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't care at all, and she's gonna catch the biggest fish. So yeah, but, that's the way it goes. It, it's awesome. I, I love hearing that. You know, it's great. You know, I myself have been fortunate to have a family like that. I know Dan has, and it it's just it doesn't happen a lot, like you said, right. in this day and age. And to hear and see that, I know I saw pictures on Instagram of your kids working on the shop, so that was cool to see. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of what I want to do is, you know, when we when we have these tie-in nights and when we have the shop, when we have when I when we have some more kind of interaction with people one-on-one i mean i put this stuff on instagram and facebook you know on our stuff and i mention in our youtube videos um but but i want to really stress the importance of bringing your family into this with you and uh, spending time with them because you know what 
whether or not they they fish the rest of their lives, at least you're spending time with them now. Mm-hmm. And if they're having fun with it, you know, and, and what I found is if I'm having fun with something and I'm teaching my kids and I'm having fun with them, they're going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'd really like to keep that going and encourage that with the sport to get families um, doing some stuff together. So Yeah, I, I want to I say there's some ridiculous stat where you said your kids spend you spend 95% of your time with your parents is spent when you're under the age of 18. And after yeah. that, you only 5% of your life is, the time that you'll total, you'll spend with your parents, only 5% of it's spent with them after you turn 18. Yeah. So I always, I always like to take that statistic and use it. You know, if I have a little bit of time, spend some time with my mom and dad and grandparents yeah. and whatnot. So absolutely the other thing is you were talking a little bit about it earlier uh you mentioned being a pastor you were talking about you know enjoying the experience um the animals and you know kind of this spiritual environment in the outdoors and the stress i myself am not super religious i do believe in god and you know god's creatures and whatnot um i wouldn't consider myself a regular churchgoer um i just kind of want to know you know how how the outdoors and that translates into the teaching of god and you know kind of the spiritualness of of the outdoors right well i mean uh, you know obviously you know as a pastor and as a christian you know i look at everything from a from a biblical worldview so there's two worldviews there's a secular worldview that exists without god and then there's a biblical worldview that we we take things from the bible so the bible says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and so he's the creator of of what we have and and so for me you know that's um it doesn't replace church i mean because he instructs us in his word to you know for his people to assemble together and sing and learn and praise and all that kind of stuff but but at the same time it's a it's a place of rest in scripture uh the bible says that there was a place where they were really uh had a lot of people around them they were doing a lot of teaching a lot of preaching a lot of feeding the the poor and stuff and and they didn't have any time to themselves so the next day, Jesus gets his disciples early in the morning. He said, let's go into the wilderness. Let's, let's just get out in the mountains, guys, and let's just have some time alone. Well, there's something to that. You know, there's something to just getting away from the phone ringing, getting away from porn talking, getting away from the office or people or whatever, and getting out there. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, I love fishing north central Pennsylvania. Um, up in the mountains. I love being in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And so when I get out there in, let's say, Pine Creek, it's so huge. You know, the mountains on either side of you, and and you got this big old creek, and I feel so small, and I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I I love it. And and the sound of the water, the eagle, you know, squealing as he comes over, and I mean, just all of that. That, for me, it's like, man, you know, I'm like, God, you created all that, and, and how perfect, how beautiful this is, and yet you still created me, because man was the last creation that God made. And so when we think about it, it's like God created all these beautiful mountains, and, and you can look out west, and you can look at different continents and places around the world at the breathtaking beauty of what's out there when you start studying animals and their behavior and how complicated things are for them and you know just how detailed those animals are with all of their stuff god made all of that and yet he still made me and you 
makes me feel so special. And so when I'm out there in that environment and I'm fishing and I'm just, I'm meditating, I'm praying, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, and just enjoying that, it really is just a breath of fresh air, you know, for me. I love ministry. I love my family. I love, you know, I love life. God's been good to me. Uh, but but you, everybody needs a time away. And, and that's what I believe that the outdoors does for me. Um, you know, in my life, it just gets me out there with my creator. I get to praise him for all he's done for me. Man, I was a rebellious teenager. I'm not even going to go into all my life, but yeah. Yeah. I was a rebellious. I was a partier. I was, it was bad. And, and I realized, man, I went to a Bible camp one summer when I was a teenager, and I got convicted of my sin, and I, I asked Jesus to forgive me, and I gave my life to him. And I'm telling you, that was almost 26 years ago. And he has been been working miraculously in my life, bringing peace and joy and just opening up doors for me. And so when I'm out there, you know, in that place, it's like God's sanctuary. It's just like a big old church for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy just that peace that literally, I mean, it just, it fills you. It really, you know, and you know, I mean, you've been out in the in the woods. I mean, you see the, or if you're hunting in a tree stand, you know, in the morning's waking up, the day, you know, the whole world's coming alive again yeah. after kind of being asleep at night. And, and it's like, you get to, you get to experience that. What a blessing, you know, and uh, it just fills my soul and uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I tell you what, man, you just filled my soul. It was said perfectly I couldn't explain it any better I know I you know sometimes guilty of you know focusing too much on fishing um and sometimes it's just nice to you know take a look around sit back sit on a rock and just take it all in and like you said feel small um I know coming coming to my mind when you said that there was a time I I love fishing in the winter it's started to grow on me I usually hate the winter but um I really started to enjoy it, and I remember I was on a small stream in Potter County. I was, you know, th- trying to be like Ryan and catch a big fish on a streamer, uh, <laughs> and uh, just and then it was just, I was just I it was like during testing week or something like that, and you know the anxiety builds and builds as that semester comes into the thing, and I just I sat down, the snow is just you know glistening off the uh, off the grass that's matted down, and it was it was just beautiful. And it takes you away, but that was awesome. Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. And that, that's what I think people miss. You know, it's all about, you know, especially if you fish competition. And not that it's against, you know, I'm against competition fishing, mm-hmm. but it is. It's numbers. I mean, you're out there, and it's a competition, you know. Yep. And so it's more like work, <laughs> you yeah, know, sure. uh, where you're trying to focus on those fish. But I, but I think, you know, whatever it is, uh, and I like to put up some numbers, you know. I like to catch some big, big fish. You mentioned Ryan. I was just talking to him, uh, <laughs> him and Doug up at the uh, Wellsboro Tackle Shack. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got a great place up there, great guys. And, and uh, yeah, some of the fish they catch, man, it's it's nice, man. They're, they're huge, uh, some huge fish, you know. And, and everybody likes to do that, and I like to do that. Uh, but, I, but I think, and, and they'll tell you, and I think anybody who really appreciates what we're talking about will tell you it's just it's sometimes it's just being out there to know man i'm breathing (laughs) you know i feel the water around me i can take it all in i can see 
you know, there's some people that don't have eyesight and they can't see that. They, they, they don't have hearing and they can't hear the water breaking against the back of your waders, you know, and <laughs> hear that fish, you know, rising to sip that, that, that mayfly, you know, 10 yards away from you and that sound and just all of that just feeds into the whole experience. And sometimes we just got to stop. What I try to do, every time I approach the water, before I, I'm, you know, I'm getting out of the vehicle, I'm coming down, I'm, I'm about to get in the water, I'll step right into the edge of the water and I'll stop, I'll look up, I'll take a deep breath, a big old smell, I'll just, yeah, just kind of take a deep breath and mm -hmm. say, mm, thank you, Lord, you know, yeah. and just really just, just stop and just remember what I'm there for and then start fishing, you know, and uh, sometimes I'll do that a couple of times while I'm fishing, you know, just to, just to regroup, you know, especially when you lose some flies up in trees like we all do, and, <laughs> you, you, you know, stuff like that, so. <laughs> when the trees get the better of you that day, which yeah, happens yeah, to us all. It happens yeah. to us all, it happens to us all. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't care how good you get. Yeah. You're going to catch yeah. a tree every now and again. <laughs> Sometimes more trees than fish some days. Yeah. Know? Haven't yeah. caught, haven't caught one up there yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, and even, like, even some of the days where I am, you know, fortunate enough to get a big one, you know, I, I, I try not, I don't like to overstay my welcome, you know, I, and right. I like to, you know, hey, like that was, that was my blessing for the day. I'm going to, I'm going to pack it up. Yeah. Even, even if I, and you know, I know Ryan does the same thing. He's told me before that right. when I went fishing with him, he's like, dude, if you weren't here, like he, he caught a big, I remember the first time I went with Ryan, I, I was like, dude, this guy's insane. Cause it was not even five minutes and he had like a big old brown on. And he, he was like, if you weren't here, man, I'd go home after that. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, he knows. I mean, he knows, yeah. Yeah, it's just sweet. Um, I'm really excited for this shop to open up, man. You describing everything and whatnot. I know you. I can hear the excitement in your voice, and I'm super excited about it. It seems like a, yeah. a great thing, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Uh, and we, we, you know, we, we've had a lot of a lot of contacts, guys calling us, messaging us about it. You know, I mean, we still have right now. I mean, MyersFlies.com is still. We still got the stuff online. You know, and and. Um, but uh, but until then, you know, even if we can't open till spring, I I'm hoping really, uh, and I want guys to really be watching, you know, our our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, because even if we can't get open till spring, we want to have some kind of just some orientation type nights, maybe a couple tie-in nights. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a clinic. I had a couple people ask us about a clinic on just getting started, you know, just fly fishing 101. Um, just, you know, getting into it. Some guys that are just beginning, you know, how do you tie up a leader? How do you how do you tie your tippet onto the end of your, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we want to really help those those guys. So, you know, we'll probably be doing some of that in between now and spring if, if it does take us till then, till spring. So, um, yeah, so... Yeah, so how would they, how would people, you know, listen to this, how would they go about that? You're, you're at what, Myers Flies on Instagram? What's your Facebook, your website, all that stuff? Yep, it's Myers, Fly, Myers Flies on Instagram, Myers Flies on Facebook. Um, and then when you, uh, you know, Myers Flies uh, Fly Fishing on uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel, and then MyersFlies.com. If they go to our website at MyersFlies.com, there's a link to 
all of our social media stuff okay. on there. So they could go to myersflies.com, click on Instagram, and it'll pull it up, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um, is there anything else you want to add? I really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy talking to you. I, you know, I appreciate your, uh, you know, your your podcast and, you know, just, you know, really uh, it, it helps us, you know, getting some of us from exposure. Uh, obviously gives you some content for a program, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how good it's been, but, you know, I, I've enjoyed it. But, uh, you, know, it, you know, I really enjoy other people so if there's if there's some people out there you know pennsylvania companies uh i, I have a real desire uh to to use pennsylvania companies and if there's some people out there that hear this um that are local shops with different things that are associated with fishing and not just necessarily fly fishing um like i said we're going to be right there by lake redmond mm-hmm. which kayaking you know hopefully as this thing progresses you know, my brother and his family they're big into kayaking and i know that's a big thing right now and so we're going to be working on some deals with some kayaks you know selling kayaks and um you know some spin rods and stuff just to to accommodate those those folks in that in that area of fishing and so if somebody's in you know pennsylvania uh they've got some stuff like that they want to contact us uh, you know hey reach out and um you know, if we can help, uh, you know, another small business, we'd love to do that. Stickers, I love stickers, man. I'm a sticker freak. Mm-hmm. I love I love stickers, coffee cups, cats, all that kind of stuff, you know. So, um, so I just encourage people to, you know, touch base with us. And if we can, you know, do some business, we'll, you know, we'll do that. So, uh, but but if they can just hook us up at uh, myersflies.com, if we can help anybody get started uh, or make a transition from spin fishing into fly fishing or just, you know, whatever, um, you know, we'd be more than happy to uh, walk them through you know, that process and, and be a help to them. So I appreciate the time, Tyler. I really appreciate you giving us a spot here and, and uh, have fun. Yeah, it was, it was a blast.